And guess what? The rogue likes stealing stuff. What? And guess what? <laughs> and guess what? The bard is charming. It's just kind of like they're very, very flat. another episode of Sterling Municipal Library's podcast, All Booked, where we talk to you about books we'd like to recommend. And Jake is here to join us, and he is talking about So This Is Ever After, and how about you start by telling us why you picked this book, because it doesn't look like it falls within your usual like realm of reads. No, yeah, it's it's super far from my usual realm of reads, but you know, it was in, it, so a couple things. I finished Vox Machina on Amazon, and I've played some D&D campaigns, and I have, I have read some high fantasy books. Before. Like this isn't my my first go round with it, but I wanted to read some. I had a real hankering for some, so I was like, okay. And I googled it, and I was also kind of like, but let's see if maybe we can get something a little bit queer too, because I am, and sometimes I like to read about people like me. Yeah, that's fair. Whoa! But anyway, so and this book came up, and I had seen it on our shelves, and Katie and I were just talking beforehand, and it has like an, a very very lovely color or cover, excuse me, with lots of lovely colors, yeah. and so I was like, okay, whatever. Let's go for it. It is so not for me. (laughs) (laughs) So describe the book a little bit first. So yes, let's describe the book. Okay. So it is, it takes, it follows the, a young man named Arik and his band of merry young adult friends who (laughs) have varying degrees of magical powers and fighting skills. And they, so there was a prophecy that said that Arik was gonna be king after he defeated this evil king and he does they do the whole the whole gang does and it picks up like the story this is one of my main complaints it it doesn't start in medius res it starts like in endius res like it's <laughs> like you see none of their like they're like cu- like going into the castle and like defeating this king or anything like that there's apparently like a whole journey where they like all met up blah 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 but blah it's blah off screen yeah no 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 so they're all they're all together we get there like basically like he's killed the king and he's putting the crown on that's kind of chapter one (laughs) so the the actual plot that we follow is that apparently this throne this this kingship has some kind of magic in it where if you do not find a partner by your 18th birthday you (laughs) will fade away yes yes. so is that the plot to a lot i've seen a lot in a million years is that what it is she has to marry before her, she comes of age. Yeah, or something with the kingdom. I don't. No, remember. just one of those Disney things where yeah. they're like, yeah. "You're teenagers, but you gotta get married." Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So that's 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 like one problem. So, but anyway, that is the that is the the main conflict of the story is that okay, we gotta find love, and we're on a very strict deadline. And then one of the things that I hate is that like also chapter one, he's like, "Boy, howdy, sure do like my friend Matt. Wonder if he likes me, but I can't ask him." Because of reasons. That'd be too yeah. Oh my gosh. So it's just like the drama for drama's sake. Kind yeah. Of you yeah. literally have to get married, dude. Like what? Yeah. Put it on the line. Like. Well, and then like, so I feel like this, if anything, I, I want to, if we have young adult readers, I just want to be like, this is how you don't do it. Because he's like, he's 
he's like, I like my friend Matt, but he, so his, his reasoning is like, I can't tell him now because then he'll think that I'm only doing it because of the prophecy. And then he'll think that I'm like forcing him into it. And I'm like, that's a valid point, but like, give him a chance to talk through it. You know what I mean? Like, like, let's talk it out. And you don't, the forcing would be... I'm going to die if you don't marry me. I won't marry anyone else. Yeah, yes. You know, you could be like, I really like you. It'd be great if it could be you. If not, totally understandable. Yes. I'll just do what all the other teen boys do and apply to a marriage mart. I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, so since he is ignoring the obvious choice, does that mean that he's joining some sort of like speed dating high fantasy style? <laughs> so or? then here's the, here's the, here's his other second fatal mistake is he's like, well, I'm going to try to date all of my friends. No. Which like. <laughs> Wait, except Matt? Yes. Except Matt? Except the one that he actually likes. It's so okay to pressure my friends into marriage. Exactly. So he, which like, not saying that you can't date your friends. It's a good idea. It's always good to be friends with the person that you are in love with. However, it can really ruin a friend group's dynamic if you decide if to you start, all if you else. go down that path, yeah. just as a warning. So he, he says like, okay, this is the thing that I'm going to try. And then he does. And like, so we've, we've established that that's the thing he's going to try by maybe like chapter four and then chapters like Five through twelve are him trying to date each individual friend. Hey. So it's like so it's like he's got a rogues gallery of exes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it feels like how I met your mother. Yes. Yes. And fantasy. it is it's the same in that like the the book says like here is what the plot is going to be and then that is what the plot is and it's like very if you're trying to read for plot, they tell you what's gonna happen. If you're trying to read for characters, they're all really flat like and that was that's my other thing is when something is very clearly cribbed from D, it works best if none of the game text shows up mm-hmm. like so like in vox machina like you go okay this person is the bard this person is a rogue but they never say that right yeah and in this one they're like our rogue and our bard brianna or whatever and i'm just like that, sounds... that would be weird if there was someone whose job is broken. <laughs> and guess what? The rogue likes stealing stuff. What? And guess what? And guess what? The bard is charming. It's just kind of like they're very, very flat. This yeah. is what I was just. My friends and I just watched like the movie Tar, and we were like, "This character oh, is so boring. Like, she needs to play League of Legends or have some kind of quirk <laughs> or something like that. Like, she's too, she's a genius. You know what I mean? And that's and that's it. That's <laughs> it. Exactly. These. So those are, and I, because I didn't want to come in here and be like, "Man, this YA literature stinks," because he can't express his feelings. Because I get that. Because teens don't do that. I have other aesthetic complaints with it that I think make it bad, and not just the fact that it's for teens and that it has teen feelings in it. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like romance is the main quest. Yes. Are there at least interesting side quests. <laughs> so there's like a little, so there's a, a tiny, tiny bit of, there's a tiny bit of like administering a kingdom. That's hard. So like they, they sort of like, they get in and they're like, okay, we got to get some knights to like defend the castle. And so there's some like subplots and like developing a municipal government on short notice. <laughs> But it's it's like it's not truly gripping. But it all fantasy. takes yeah. It's all like in this castle, mm-hmm. and ninety five percent of the plot is is it gotta dates. find love. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Does it feel like the kind of book where you're like, wow, I really wish I knew what happened before this book? One hundred percent. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm like, oh, if you come out with a prequel, I might hate read that. <laughs> just to, just I to wonder have how some... these people became friends and how they brought down an evil king. Yeah, yeah, that they would don't be... feel competent enough for that. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it did seem a lot like that. And when I read the back cover of it, and I think I read like the first chapter or two, it really read to me like maybe because it's like ripped from D&D, like kind of like fan fiction-y, like Mm -hmm. aspirational, like wouldn't it be so hard if you just had to date all your friends? Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be so difficult for you? But you couldn't date Matt, though. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it just... It, it really seemed like you said like it it would be very flat and like the purpose of it is drama. Yeah. Like that's the reason. Is there at least some juicy drama when he like attempts to date somebody and then realizes they're not a good fit and they're like, mm, okay, sorry. So yeah, I mean like getting into some spoilers there, like he, he, there's a, there, I can't remember who introduces it. I think it's Matt himself because he's, Matt is his mage, which is also a, a role that all friend groups have. But um, he gives him this like flower that like makes people confess their their heart's desire. And then he finds out that in fact, two of the party members are in love with each other. So he can't date either of them because oh, they're okay. both taken by each other. <laughs> and then there's, there's a, like a little baby fight scene when the monster in the moat of the castle like attacks attacks Matt actually oh the gosh. love interest yeah I know it's very dramatic so there's a little bit of action there but n- no other than that and then like and then like there's this big ball at the end and then they Matt gets drunk which I thought was kind of spicy for a teen novel but whatever yeah. he gets drunk and they do kiss at this like ball but then Matt like and then so this is another one of my problems is I really don't like Matt um, oh, no. he's like because I think like the so they've been friends. Those two have been friends. They're the only two that were connected before the whole questing situation happened. And we don't really see any like banter that like makes them friends. You see a little bit of what you could construe as banter, but it's not. Matt is supposed to have this like dry wit, but really he's just kind of mean oh, um, yeah. most of the time. And he's like sarcastic which i think is like the very lowest form of comedy and i think you're supposed to laugh at a lot of things but i did not i should also say i listened to the bulk of this and the reader hearing him yes (laughs) the reader made him very dry and then the reader also made one of the characters southern which i don't remember there being text for but his boring when they all sound the same that's fair i get that make them southern gotta make it a little bit different but also if you're gonna do southern get a dialect coach because it's a really bad southern accent Mm, yeah 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 So, did you finish this book? I did. I did. Okay, why? <laughs> why? Because I had to see them kiss Leslie. <laughs> you know? It was like watching to the end of Beauty and the Beast for the kiss and then being like, oh, back there? Yeah. In the background? <laughs> oh, yep. <laughs> yeah, they end up together. So, if you, if Good, you don't want to die. <laughs> If you don't want to read it, the thing that you yeah. think is going to happen happens. So, arguably, could have been a better book if he just never confessed his feelings that's, and died at the end. And this, <laughs> and this was that's how it was because I was like, okay, only two chapters left, but there's time for Matt to die and for him to find somebody else. <laughs> what if at the end, um, the person who comes to get Matt's remains is just like a really nice dude? Yeah, exactly. Who isn't mean like Matt? Stand up guy. <laughs> but yes, I, I have a big problem in audiobooks and I think it is 
something that's really interesting, written versus spoken tone. Yes. In a book, it's a lot easier to be like, oh, they're just they're just dry. When mm-hmm. you hear it spoken loud, you're just kind of like you like you yeah this person is very me yes <laughs> i had the same problem with to be fair it was like a horror novel i was reading and they were supposed to be a bad person but it was so bad in audio that i literally couldn't keep reading it because like, this person is a monster yeah. i don't want to be in this person's head i just think it's really interesting that you're kind of like graphic novel violence versus written violence how it just feels so much more visceral when you can see it same thing with with that in novels. Even spicier scenes in romance novels. It Ooh. just feels it hits a little different when you're listening to it. Yes. Yeah. You should be you should be glad they only kissed because yes. otherwise you'd be driving to work like, oh my God. <laughs> so if this one didn't hit the mark, what were some fantasy titles that you would recommend instead? What I think I will try next because I downloaded it, it was a little heavy on the high fantasy mumbo jumbo when I wasn't in a place to listen to it. But the thing that I'm going to try to listen to next is the the ninth series, which is would still hit all of my marks, I think, but pro- possibly just have a little bit more. Like, I think what I wanted was some of that like intense, like world building, like take me away from here. Yeah. And this was like a, a bottle episode in a castle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was yeah. just kind of <laughs> claustrophobic almost. Yeah. 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 Um, I will say the ninth series does get a lot of that. And it also kind of captures the vibe of D&D more than just naming people certain classes. Yes. There's definitely like a very like combative, like quirky, like even kind of like in the nicest way, lowbrow humor that happens with D&D sometimes. Yeah. That Gideon the Ninth has. I would also recommend the graphic novel series Rat Queens if you haven't read Rat that. Queens, I have not. Very good. Very like high fantasy, but like D&D party ex- inspired. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't know what else I have to say. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to ask who you'd recommend this to because. Okay. So, I mean, a teen. A teen. That's my thing. I yeah. think I think if a teen came in and they said, like, I, I, I like high fantasy love, I would be like, here you go. Like, that's, that's all I yeah. would do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I like high fantasy. I like elves. I like romance. I would like it to be queer, but I don't want any fighting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the perfect book for you. Do you, how do you feel about speed dating? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> That's funny. There you go. Perfect All right. recommendation. Well, thank you so much for bringing us a book that you may not have loved, but, you know, it's still worth talking about. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. <laughs> and I guess you get points for sticking through it and reading the whole thing. Yes, right? I did. <laughs> and stay tuned next week for more fantastic book recommendations. Bye. Bye.